Welcome back to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss. And we are here together on our Monday, like we love to get together and have a guest today. Lauren, do you want to introduce our guest? Yes. Today we have Vivian, Vivian from the Bohemian Mama. And I cannot wait to hear about this. So hello, Vivian. Hi, you guys. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to share. Well, as usual, we started off before we started recording, getting to know each other and Lauren already knew Vivian, but it was my pleasure to get to know her for a few quick minutes. And already I'm intrigued and excited to hear, hear your story, Vivian. So um, uh, where do you want to start, Lauren? Did you have something that you wanted to start with? Well, I wanted to hear kind of like the inspiration about your product, like what inspired you to even go this route? And well, first, yeah. and before that, even explain a little bit about what your business is, the Bohemian Mama. What is it? And then go there. Sure. Yeah. So the Bohemian Mama is where I make all natural personal care products um, with a purpose, basically, is what I say, because it's not just a body butter to moisturize and hydrate your skin, but it's going to have some kind of a mineral or an herb that's going to help support your body in some way, shape or form. So all you'll see a magnesium theme going across my product line because I'm a magnesium advocate. Once I learned about magnesium and realized how important it was for our body. Um, and, and because it's one of our four leading, four leading minerals to help support our over 300 different reactions in our body. Um, and you can get it transdermally through your skin. So I create different body butters that have magnesium in it, deodorants that have magnesium in it. Um, I have a pain relief using the herb Arnica that has magnesium in it. And then just other products that have herbal care that help support your body in some way, shape or form. So that's one aspect of my business. Um, making products that people need to help have a better balance in life. Um, I also offer different services, um, workshops and retreats and, you know, a kind of a plethora of different things that I do, but that's in a nutshell. Well, yeah. it's so, it's so interesting because, um, again, our, our listeners can't see this, but, um, you just recently, move to a new location. So tell us a little bit about that because it's, it's such a beautiful venue. Oh, thank you so much. I am so excited about this. And I would have never dreamed that this was going to happen in 2017 when I started with this cookamania idea to like make products and share them with people. But in February of 2021, we decided that we wanted to move from the 3000 square foot house that we raised our children in because now they're in college and downsize our life into our forever home, we hope. And so we moved out to the country in a house that is half of the size. And on this property was an 1800 square foot barn that the former owners had kind of put together. The guy was a masonry and he put it together with leftover pieces um, from job sites and was created it for 
his girls that were in a 4-H group and just to keep the kids from or keep the animals from the elements while they were, you know, taking care of them for 4-H. So when we walked in and we saw dirt floors and no windows and just bare walls and a ceiling, we saw an event center. We saw a place that we can grow our business and share, you know, make our products and a home for my husband's office who he's a um, freelance graphic designer and so we, it already had water and it already had electricity and we're like, oh, this isn't going to be a, you know, like it already has everything we need. Well, it was actually a lot more it, to go, get into it than um, we expected, which probably was a good thing that we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into, but um We've added 84 solar panels to the building that actually supplies the electricity for our home and the barn, which last month we generated so much electricity that our, our bill was zero, which was so much fun. Um, we added a beautiful bathroom, full bathroom, a full kitchen, um, and there's about 900 to 1,000 square feet that we can host workshops and retreats in. And you had a quote that I, you said before we started, I don't even know if you know, if you can remember it, but you said something about we're always a work. Well, what was that? I love that. Cause you're not done. The barn's not done. And I said, when are you going to open for business? And you said, what? Cause I love this. Yeah. My motto kind of for the barn and for pretty much everything that I do is we're a work in progress ourselves every day. And so, um, or I guess I said it was a metaphor for my life is, um, <laughs> We, you got to start where you're at, wherever you're at, because if you wait till you're ready, you'll never get started because we're never done. Right. So, so you said you had your first event. When did you have it? We had it in April. It was called Permission to Fail with Shelby Spears, who is a phenomenal, uh, I think her title is she's an emotional intelligence um, um, coach, maybe. And so we invited people to come and she gave them, it was a half a day mini retreat where she shared tools to help, um, support your emotions, basically everything from journaling to meditation to, um, gosh, I could, I wish I can remember everything, but it was such a beautiful day. And the thing that I got high off of, if you will, is that we, most of us, we walk around every single day and people ask us how we're doing. And we're like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. And underneath we're a hot mess, right? We're, how can you not be a hot mess where we're at right now in the world, let alone doing life, raising kids, being married, having jobs, having careers, starting businesses. Um, when people walked in the door and I said, you know, how are you doing? They're already crying because they knew it was a safe place that they didn't have to hide. They didn't have to put that mask on today and say, I'm okay because you're not, you're here because you're not okay. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I love that intimacy and that human connection with other people. I just, I, it motivates me to just do what I do. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. What other, um, what are some ideas that you already have in the works for future classes and workshops? Yeah. We have some, I have so many exciting things that I want to do, but right now on the calendar, um, June 24th, we are hosting a 
tea and essential oil blending workshop where Kristen Smith from A Better Way to Thrive, who is a trained herbalist and certified aromatherapist, is coming in to do a hands-on um demonstration class where you learn the power plants, like learn how to use them in an infusion, learn how to use them in an essential oil. So that if you're feeling stressed or you're having trouble sleeping or you having digestive issues or whatever it is that you'll feel the confidence to be able to know which herbs or oils you can grab to help support your body with what it needs. So what happens if you needed help with sleep, help with stress and digestive issues? Cause I'm like, (laughs) yes, I know. Yes. All of that come to the workshop and Kristen can help you work all of that stuff out. She can help you find, we're going to cover seven just most, the most powerful herbs because herbs are, they're not like allopathic medicine where you just like take this to help with this. Like they cover a lot of them cover, um, a multitude of issues. So you can just grab, like, we know peppermint for digestive issues, but we also know peppermint essential oils for oxygenizing the brain and being able to help with memory and open up, you know, which is why when we were in school and you probably know this, Michelle, as a a therapist, but, um, you know, we chewed gum, they gave us spearmint gum because it helped oxygenize our brain. And they knew that, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that's what peppermint essential oils is able to do. It's able to open up those brain cells and help recall. Um, it's also, you can use it on your, I'm going to go off on the wrong tangent, but you can use it for your muscles. You know, we can use it in different areas. So she's just going to bring seven different essential oils and seven different herbs that can cover a multitude of things that you can be like, all right, how, how can I either use these singular or as a blend to help with some of my issues. So where can our listeners find information to be able to come to these workshops? Yes. So either go straight to my website, the bohemian mama.guru G U R U, or I do have an Instagram page. That's the underscore bohemian underscore mama, where it will link you to my website, or you'll be able to find out a lot of the things that we're doing straight from there. And again, my Facebook page, that's the bohemian mama. Perfect. So how hard was it to pick up and move from Canton, Ohio to your new location and leaving all that you knew, all that you were all that you were familiar with, all that you were a part of and just shuck it and say, okay, we're moving. How hard was that? Yeah. For me, it was not, it wasn't hard till we got here. I always use the analogy of, you know, when a pot, a plant outgrows its pot and it's time to put it in a bigger pot so that it can grow more. Um, you know, it's, it's perfect that for that plant to do that, but then it kind of goes through a shock Mm-hmm. period once it does that. And it kind of like stunts its growth for a minute before it actually re- is able to grow its roots. And then you see that evidence on the top. Um, that's kind of how it was. Like I was ready. I was so ready for that next step. I was ready to leave that house because it was just the haunting memory of my kids' childhood. So I knew like none of I knew I didn't belong there anymore. And it was, it was, I was ready to let that go. Um, So moving out here really was life-giving and feeding my soul. 
Um, the hard part was, I think the hardest part was, um, I did a lot of local pickups. So a lot of my just committed followers and that have kind of become my friends knew to pick things up at my house. Um, and that I would leave it for him. So a lot of people will still Google my house and show up there. (laughs) So that was hard, but thankfully, um, we have a local pickup. We've partnered with soul pie pizza in Canton. Mm -hmm. We're we're able to have local pickup there. So our people know that they can just use a promo code soul pie pizza and away the shipping cost. Um, I also have a, a, rep or what, I don't know what you want to call her. Um, somebody that helps me in Canton, she does all of my shipping and all my online orders. She takes care of them from Canton. And so she does all the shipping and handling. And then she also does my local pickup. So if soul pie pizza comes across, Kitty knows to go drop that off. And she notifies all my, my Canton people to let them know. Is she your only employee or do you have multitude of people? I have right now, I have two um, and kind of, well, two and a half. Um, So Kitty does all of that and also just keeps me super organized. She's like my right-hand girl. She's been with me for the last four years. She's went from helping me make products to labeling to now just being completely in control of the um, shipping and handling part of my business. And then right now I have my son's girlfriend who's helping me in the workshop. That's doing, helping me with the majority of making my product. So I can focus on, um, the back end, the dreaming, the putting workshops together, that kind of thing. So, and then my half a person (laughs) who has comes in, she helps me with just little research projects that I don't have time to invest in. So one of the huge investments this year is we, um, took on, we, we bought into a software that is really remarkable, but it's made for, um, manufacturing businesses that kind of help keep track of your inventory, the products that you need for your inventory notifies you when it's time to reorder, you know, that, that it, it does QuickBooks and it connects to your website so that, you know, like it lets you know when things are getting low or, you know, that kind of thing. So she did all the research on that because I just didn't have the brain space to do that and was able to give me all the information I need to just go ahead and plug in all the information that needs to go in there. The recipes for all of my, um, or the formulas for all of my products and that kind of thing. Well, I just want our listeners to take note again, um, successful people have good people behind them, supporting them, networking together. You know, you, you just can't do it alone. You have to have a, a strong support network. So I appreciate you sharing that piece too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. And I have, um, a lot of my business, you know, I'm, I'm a very faith-based person. So a lot of my, that like runs my business. And there was one time I read something and I wish I would have wrote this quote down because it was, um, it said something like God will put you on a task and then he'll call other people to come alongside of you with their gifts and talents and with, and, and keep you on that task together using your, you know, your same gifts and talents. And so there's Kitty, Maddie, Rachel, they all have, they are excellent in what they do. They're better than I can be. And so to be able to put them on those tasks, to be able to do that working together, it creates something so 
it's created something so beautiful. That's awesome. Very good. Lauren, did you have some more stuff you wanted to go for? Cause I don't want to interrupt. Yeah. I just wanted to hear, tell me a little bit about, um, what does that look like for getting your product out there since you started? How did you expand? How were you marketing? What has helped you there? Yeah. So my started by doing markets and markets is really my makers markets has really always been a passion for me. And I have a hard time tearing away from them because I love meeting people and a lot of meeting people has inspired the products that I have because, because I'm, I love to listen to what people need instead of just selling a product that, you know, to sell more products. Um, it helps me like, if I'm hearing, there's a lot of like right now, there's a lot of anxiety going on in the world. And so I'm hearing a lot of people that are just suffering from anxiety on several different levels. And then it's causing a lot of disease in their body. And so that will cause me to kind of go back and be like, what can we, how can we help people? And so without going on that tangent, coming back to answering your question, markets have been since 2017, how I've gotten my products out there and markets are still the number one way that I get my products out there. I do a market just about every weekend. And, um, then also I have a website that, um, probably is where 30% of my business comes from. And then we also have partnered up with some local shops that sell, that share our products in their shops. So I do do wholesale and I have about 15 different shops that carry my products. And, um, they, they are remarkable because they understand the passion behind what I do. And it's not just a product on, on their shelf. So they're able to get educated and share what I do with their people as well when they come in their shop. That's great. So how did you come up with some of the formulas? Is there some, is, is this an educational process? Is this a trial and error? Do you have a degree in, in chemistry? Like, how does this work? I wish, <laughs> I wish I am all self-taught. So I kind of um, explain, because my first passion is cooking. And so I kind of explain it. Like when you come up with a bread recipe, like say you come up with a bread recipe, we all know you use flour, you use yeast, you use, you know, so you know the tools that you need to make bread, but then you know how to, you know, once you want, if you want to make it a sweet bread, if you want to make it a sour bread, you know, you have your base and then you can figure out how to tweak it from there. So um, the only formal education I have in my background of, you know, for doing what I do is I started off, um, I have to look at my notes to remember, I started off in 2000. 15 by going, I thought what I wanted to do was, um, a massage that's called raindrop technique. And it's done with nine different essential oils, um, using different reflex points and massage to help, to help basically detox and reprogram the body at a cellular level. And it, and again, it has a level of spirituality with it. That's um, anointing with oil and laying on of hands. So it, to me, it was so beautiful and it was such a privilege to be able to sit with somebody while they work through whatever was going on with their body, their mind, their spirit, their emotions. And, um, 
And then through that process is when I was finding out that what people needed or what they were looking for. So then in 2015, no, in 2016, um, there was an herbalist who's recently passed away. Now his name was Dr. Philip Fricci, who lived in Georgia, who was doing an herbal boot camp um, in on in a weekend. And so I was like, I just knew I needed to go to this because it was learning how to make tinctures, learning how to make salves, teas, capsules, for learning how to forage. Um, and I was like, I this, I need to know how to, you know, like I need to go to this. And so when I went there, it kind of gave me my base for like, Oh, I know how to make a bread. Like, you know, it kind of gave me a place to start Mm -hmm. to learn. And then I just learn from there. And so just on that note, and then I'll let Lauren ask more questions. How many products do you have, or does it change? Do you keep every, you know, coming up with new ones or do you have like a core group of things that are standard? Yes, I do have a core group of things that are standard. And I would say probably about 14 different things that are standard. Um, And then those come in different sizes and then in different scents as well. Um, The things that change because like in the summertime, I'll carry, I I make an all natural sunscreen using zinc oxide, non-nano zinc oxide, um, a bug spray. Um, I also make a zinc balm for your lips that you can also like use on your face and on your, you know, the delicate areas of your body that it's easy to apply that are seasonal. Um, but then like during the pandemic, I was making a mask mask that had colloidal silver and um, different things that could kill viruses and bacteria and fabrics, which now I, I loved it so much. Instead of retiring it, I've kind of brought it back in as a yoga mat mist because it works on so many different surfaces. But, um, but I would say roughly there's about 14 or 15 that are my staple, but it kind of fluctuates between maybe 20. Okay. Okay. That's very interesting. So what advice would you give somebody wanting to start a product-based business? Mm, I would definitely, I mean, oh gosh, let's see. What advice would I give? I, I, I guess my biggest thing, I don't know if this is good advice or not, but I just do it. Like if you have a passion and you have something that people need and you believe in it and you just, you know, and you're about like, um, make caring about people and making people's lives better, share it, like, just do it. I mean, and there's the business part. You can learn that like being an entrepreneur was not something Um, I was just listening to a podcast just recently. Oh, actually, no, it was Jen Hill was sharing on the leadership thing when um, Amy was sharing her story and she was saying, you know, when did you know that you were a leader? When did you know that you were an entrepreneur? When I was a bossy little kid, probably, you know, like, (laughs) but I didn't know anything about business. You know, it's just stuff that I figured out along the way. I just knew I had something that I wanted to get into people's hands that were going to make their lives better. And I was going to be able to help make an impact in the community around me. Um, My 
heart is all I've ever wanted to do was be a mom and take care of my family and love on people and nurture, nurture them. And once my kids got to the stage where they didn't need that full-time anymore. And I felt like, what am I supposed to do with the rest of life? My life, I felt like God gave me a second opportunity because he was like, you're going to still be a mom, but you're going to be a mom to the community around you and be able to help a hurting, dying world in a way that only a mom can do. And that, you know, like with that, like, it just, yeah, it's a product, but there's so much love and passion behind it. Does that answer your question? It does. And I thought, Beautiful. I love that you're so focused on like serving others, but even though it was about making an impact, did you still have any fears that show up along the way? Totally. Because there was totally imposter syndrome. Like, who are you to be a leader? Who are you to be a boss? Who are you to come up with a formula? You know, who are you to live a big life, you know, as a mom, we're always behind the scenes supporting other people to do their big thing. Um, how and and I don't have a college education. I always I grew up, you know, my parents are immigrants um, from Greece, and their sole purpose for their daughter was to marry her off so that she could have children and be a wife and a mom. And so I never really thought I was smart. I didn't really think that I had what it takes to like be a leader. And so I always lived very small minded and to be able to outgrow that and be like, you know what? No, no, I was created on purpose for a purpose. And it's more, and being a mom is so much more like we don't give ourselves enough credit for what leaders we are in our home. And it's so much more than just like, it is serving others, but the support and the orchestration that goes and running a home well takes a strong leader mm-hmm. yeah what helped you step into that and let go of the imposter syndrome hmm. um my faith I think it was my faith because I I just felt like with God leading the way I could do you know that verse you know with God you can do all things you know Um, I just really felt like if this was truly what he was calling me to, then it was going to be successful. And I, and another mantra that carries me through my life is that I always focus on is work. Like it all depends on you, no matter what it is, you work your hardest and you give it all, but pray like it all depends on God so that he can do his work. And then in the middle is where the magic happens. I love that. That's wonderful. And, you know, again, so many of the people we interview that are cheeky girl bosses is what we call them, you know, say the things that you're saying, first of all, just do it. Just don't be, don't let fear get in your way and also have a support network and also, you know, letting faith guide you. You know, that's kind of been a a theme that we've seen over and over again. And I know we've experienced that ourselves. So um, I hope our listeners are taking that home. Um, I, I, I think fear gets in the way so many times, but over and over and over again, people that are successful say, I was afraid, but I didn't let it stop me. I did it anyway. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and you hit that key point too, was the support 
system. Um, I have so many beautiful, like the support of my husband who is just like, you're crazy, but yeah, I got you. Or Mm -hmm. the support of my friends that were just like, you know, if whatever you put your mind to, you're going to be able to accomplish. And I'm like, really, you really think I'm that person. And they're like, Oh my, you know, like, yes, absolutely. And so my friends were huge support system. And then now that my followers that have become my friends, since I've started my business in 2017, they have shared it with their friends, with their families, with their mom, with their kids, with their, and they're just like the biggest supporters. And I'm just like, yeah. And what a wonderful role model you are to your children as well. That you're still guiding, you're still teaching, you're still showing all these things to these adult children because they don't ever stop learning and looking at you for guidance. That's a good point as well. And that was always really important to me too, because I wanted them to have that never stop dreaming, recreate yourself at any age. It's, there's always an opportunity to recreate yourself. Don't be afraid. Like, this is what I'm doing for now, but when I'm 60, I might do something completely different, you know, and that's okay. It's okay to recreate yourself. It's okay. It's our, it's the evolution of who we are. We're so many things than just a mom or just a wife or just whatever it is. And, um, there's just so many different seeds that are inside of us that can blossom and bloom. And just like a garden, you know, things grow at different times mm-hmm. and, you know, but like it's right now, this is what I'm doing and I love it and I will do it until it's time to pivot and do the next best thing. And guess what? You already know you've done this. So the overcoming part, you know, you've done this. So whatever it is when you're 60 or whatever it is when you're 70 is that you won't be afraid and <laughs> you know, no. you do it. No. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is I think that's the other thing that scared me to not do it is like that, that saying that's like, you know, wonder if I fail, you know, wonder if I fly. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I think a lot of people are actually more afraid of success than they are of failure. And I'm like, because the worst thing, like we know what failure looks like we've done things wrong and it hasn't worked. And you know, that's, that's fine. We know what that looks like, but wonder if it works. Mm -hmm. Like wonder if it actually works. Like I, I, that is so exciting to me. And so I love, I love mentoring and encouraging. And that, that also has been an inspiration for my business is to inspire and empower and equip other people to live their biggest passion and purpose in life, because then it becomes contagious Mm -hmm. and other people see that. And other people are inspired that they're just like, wait, if Viv could do it, Like, what about that dream that's inside me? Like, wonder if that actually could work too. Mm -hmm. So true. You are just an inspiration. (laughs) The cliche, but you're a ray of sunshine. I mean, you're positive and you're, and you're forthright and open and, you know, and faithful. I think that, I think that shines. And I think that's the other piece, you know, your business is relational. We always say everything's relational. It's all about the relationships and, um, you welcome people in. And I think that's how that continues when you're meeting at markets and doing all these things. You're very, um, it's, it's a, you're a very appealing person. You you bring people in. So. Thank you. Thank you. I love people. I feel like we all need each other. I think it takes each other to grow. I think it takes each other to support. I think it's, you know, I, I, I feel like I'm a product of the people that I've surrounded myself with. And so I feel like I owe it to the world to be that for show up 
that way for somebody else, because there's so many people I can think back that have made such an impact in me and my life that without them, where would I be? Right. And so I think that it's, it's our duty. And especially as, as we were saying, seasoned people, you know, as we get seasoned, you know, it's our job to kind of go to the next mom, woman, sister, friend, you know, and just be, and pull them up and just go, it was hard. Yeah. It's hard now. And it feels like you're never going to get through the stage, but guess what you do and you're going to be okay. It's funny that you're saying that because when what my husband and I are doing with our new nonprofit, he always says, because of what we've been through and the support we had, we have to bless it forward. We're obliged to bless it forward because we were so blessed. And so that sort of is exactly what you're saying. You feel like you need to keep going forward and and sharing and loving people. So yeah, it's really great. Lauren, did you have any other questions that you also mentioned a little bit about um, your husband? So tell us a little more about that, how you guys do this together, how you support each other. What does that look like? Uh, yeah, I am so grateful for Brian's support and and in this business and in just at every aspect of life. Brian is my husband, my partner, my you know like all my things. So um, Brian is a graphic designer of like thirty years, I want to say. In the last seventeen years, he's been a freelance graphic designer that has worked in the smallest areas of the last three homes that we have owned. So he was shoved in the basement of our first 900 square foot house. He was shoved in the tiniest room of our 3000 square foot house. That was probably like eight by five, barely got his dresser in there and worked out of that space for like 14 years, supporting our family while I was a stay at home mom. And then when we moved to this location, he was in our bedroom for the last year. And so we were able to, um, finish the barn and move him out into his very own office space. So Brian does all of my branding. He did my logo. He designs all of my labels. He helped bring up my website. And then, um, he also comes to markets with me because Brian is super relational. He loves people. He loves to connect and he loves to relate to other people. So, um, when we're at markets, you know, he's just a really good listener of what people need and is able to kind of, you know, know what we've created together that he's able to help share that with other people as well. How long have you been married? It will be 23 years this July, which again is its own miracle because we both come from, he comes from um, a broken home and I come from my own situation. And so our goal was like, we're going to come together and we're going to create something new starting from scratch together. And um, we had a lot of learning to do. (laughs) And so it's just been, it's been, um, it's been awesome learning with a great partner that's willing to learn. Well, partners, partners, the key word, you guys are partners in everything. And that's what I think is important in relationships. Yeah. 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 Lauren, do you have anything else? So inspiring to hear that. I love, I love learning from couples that you said you're a partner in life, but a partner in business. And I think that's super inspiring. Um, Do you have any last parting words of wisdom for our listeners? Oh, let's see. Parting words of wisdom. 
I wish I had something beautiful and impactful to say, but I, I just, again, want to reiterate, like whatever seed that you have inside of you that you think is, you know, um, something that you're like, it maybe is a silly idea and maybe not it's, you know, who would ever want that or would that ever work or, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be an entrepreneur. It doesn't have to be something what you think is like, whatever, like, oh, it's not as big as what Lauren and Michelle and Viv are doing or whatever, but it's something that you've wanted to start. Just do it. Take a step in that direction. Take a step forward. It's a, it's a culmination of all those small steps that get you to that place. So just get started and, um, don't let, don't let that ugly fear stop you from doing it. Just do it. I love that. Well, you said you didn't have any wonderful parting words, but you do. Everything you've said has been uplifting and inspiring and positive. And I'm sure that like, like we said earlier, your kids can look at this, what you're doing and, and, and their girlfriend, boyfriend. I don't know. I think you, I don't know if you have two boys. Do you have two boys? Yeah, I do. And they have two wonderful girlfriends. I'm blessed to like, feel like they're my daughters. Oh, that's good. Expanding the family. And again, your role modeling, how to have a healthy relationship in your husband and you for your children and their significant other. So um, I appreciate what you're putting out in the world. It's, it's good stuff. And I hope our listeners learn something and, and to check out um, your website and you said you're on Facebook as well, right? Uh-huh. Facebook and Instagram. Yep. And you'll see a lot right now on my Instagram stories, cows and sheeps and horses. <laughs> And then the building of our barn as well, which is so fun when we go to markets and people are like, your barn's coming along so wonderfully. So I love it when people are following along our journey. It just makes me feel more connected to the world. Yes, that's awesome. One of our listeners, if you see Vivian out at a market this summer, go up and say hi. Let her know you heard her on the podcast, please. Yeah, I'd love that. Yes. So the Bohemian Mama, Vivian Brinson. And your husband, Brian, who helps you most of the time, all of the time. <laughs> so again, thank you so much for, for coming on our show. We appreciate it. I know our lesson, our listeners will have learned some good, good stuff. Um, and like, like I said, thanks for what you're putting out there into the world. It's good. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. This has been so much fun and what an honor to be able to share with you guys. So thank you so much for inviting me on today. Thank you. All right. And listeners, as always, stay cheeky.